Welcome to a short edition of the Crossing Faiths podcast, where a Christian and a Muslim talk religion and politics. I'm Matt Hawkins, and um, I'm joined with my co-host, JT Pinna. Uh, we're going to dispense with the usual intros to get right into the contents, because this uh, is all about, this episode is all about politics. We're going to give our reflections on the first debate between President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden here and now, uh, along with everybody else in the social media space, giving their their, their quick takes. Um, but uh, John, what do you think? Well, I, I think everybody's thinking the same thing. One is, I think on the on the macro level, we're all sitting here going, "I can't believe our democracy has come to this." Right? So, uh, I guess the Chinese were celebrating our our demise of democracy. Uh, <laughs> It, you know, I, it was, I, it was I, nice while it lasted, huh? Well, I don't know if it's the, the you know civil discourse is part of our culture. You know, disruption is a part of our culture. There's a reason why we have police officers in cruisers catch with catching us speeding is because we don't inherently follow the law. You know, right. um, <laughs> you know, like we're, we're you know we see 55 and we figure 65, 66 is kind of safe harbor so there's that um i think that you know like I, said, I still think i was thinking macro first so so on the macro level we have democracies all over the world that have been sliding and and as a result of all this sliding and what i mean by that is is that you know election fraud um uh dictatorships are operating under de- democratic rule you know we've got putin that's been president for you know 20 years you know and uh and a lot of african states uh so i think that there's this component of you know america is not immune to that infiltration of that that concept uh and I, i'm speaking sp- probably specifically about the voter fraud claims um so i think that that's so I, I think that that's that's something that sticks out to me from being in international development and operating in totalitarian with not with but in totalitarian regimes doing international development regime change and capacity building. But then at the micro level, like I don't know how Biden could have reacted any differently. Although it's very clear that he is an old guy. You know, it's pretty clear he's an old guy. Uh, not that he, I don't think his faculties are gone. I don't think any of that is, but it's pretty clear that he's, he's got to think about a little bit before he jumps and reacts. Um, um, and the president was pretty, you know, he's using the same, same game book that he used with Hillary, which, you know, destroyed her, but it's Biden held his ground. That's the thing. I mean. Um, he could get us. I don't want to say, oh, I can't get a sentence out of him. He, he could get a sentence out of him. Yeah. Um, he did hold his own. He didn't get baited. He he was on point. His his advice and guidance from his team was, I don't know how sound it was, but when the president starts needling him, he even turning to the American people and saying, you know, buy a Coke. It, you, know, you know, I was like, maybe we should get some Coke. You know, what do you think? What did you, yeah. what's your t- like you, I, I'm going to try to stick with kind of the macro uh, implications of this um, instead of going play by play uh, through a lot of that that you're going to hear from other people. Uh, I, I mean, shortly on the on the micro 
I think both candidates landed landed some decent punches. Um, I do think Biden didn't come across quite as energetic um, as as Trump does. Uh, but you're right; he didn't get baited into the usual um, uh, the the Trump stuff. Uh, as much as uh, he, he may have been tempted to, um, uh, I think if if either you know if supporters of either candidate think that that last night was a win, an outright win for their uh, particular candidate, I don't think think they're looking terribly objectively. Um, they're, they're each each candidate I think struck some blows, but uh, I don't think they convinced anybody new um, about uh, yeah. uh, to, to join their cause. Um, and, and both had some moments that may have uh, repelled, uh, um, uh, you know, reluctant voters on either side. Um, macro, you know, as a, as a Christian looking at this and, and one who thinks about um, the Christian witness in the public square, um, you know, I, I look at last night as more of a it's a result of our our own self-governing really um, that these it's uh, in case I broke up there I'm going to re-say it because uh, my internet uh, connection dropped out um, I think last night was a result of uh, our self-governance and our, our status of self-governance and how we have uh, either uh, tended to it or or neglected it and I think uh, we we see last night, um, regardless of uh, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, uh, I think we see a lack of stewardship of our roles as citizens, which places us um, not just as subjects under rule of a government or, or a ruler, uh, but as citizens who participate uh, in the governing process. Um, most of us have very little influence and very little participation, um, but part of what it means to be an American is to uh, contribute and and participate in in some form or fashion. Uh, that means we carry with with that um, more than just a pragmatic vote. We carry with that a moral responsibility uh, to tend to our citizenship uh, in our communities uh, and to some extent at the national leadership. So. Um, the the debate and the and the, <laughs> the 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 nonsense that went on during that debate, a lot of factors leading up to that. I'm I'm hesitant to pick out you know just one or two for the sake of time, uh, and neglect a lot of other. But this stuff, you know, uh, what needs to fix last night uh, so that we don't have this repeat again. Uh, it takes a lot of stuff that's upstream um, from presidential politics. Um, so that's my that's my riff. Yeah, I mean, well, I, yeah, I get it on a micro level, I think it just got, you know, you, you're starting to talk, get personal, it, it, you know, and, and get into moral character. I just don't know how you're, you know, I just don't know how the, 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 the where the, the, the Trump campaign, where they think they can go with that, you know? So, yeah. you know, the, the name, I mean, there's a name calling and all this other stuff. I mean, that's a brand of Trump, the president. So that's, that's how he rocks. But now you've got T-shirts that are saying, you know, sh you know, was it shut up, man, or whatever the T-shirts are that are coming out. I see all the slogans today. I was like, ah. So, um, but you know, he was trying to hammer his sons, you know, uh, Biden's sons, and it's like, you know, you open that can, it goes right into a whole slew of, you know, get into the Trump companies, Trump family, you know, all that other stuff, and and I just, you know, you kind of forego all this stuff once we've this moral high ground once you're dealing with the, the presidency that we're dealing with. And uh, um, 
you know, regardless of you and I have had podcasts about this before, where we talk about it was remember is Trump the Messiah, right? We already had this whole other we got into that and and, uh, and the pragmatism of supporting the president, even though you're Christian and even though there's a lot of moral stuff going on. And so when when you forego all of that that moral high ground when it comes to character in lieu of someone who's appointing judges and pushing your political agenda, and this is the struggle that your community has been, and your tribe has been having with the president. Uh, you know, our our community struggles with lobbyism. You know, the same thing, but with different bad actors. Uh, I think that it's very very difficult to take some of this stuff seriously. Um, you know, it, it, Clinton was attacked on more on moral high ground, right? So that was his whole deal. There was an a his his personal character was terrible, right? And we uh, interact very re- very late regularly when we were in in uh, Washington with uh, you know uh, Greg Mitchell. Greg Mitchell, uh, you know, I worked very closely with who started the impeachment process under under Congressman under under yeah Congressman Rogan, and uh, and so. Now you're at a supporting president that has all these different moral and character um, uh, flaws, right? Uh, from a moral and Christian level, I would say, right? So, and from a ethics and rules, but from a particularly your tribe. But then you're you're support, not saying you are, but then supporting the, the the getting into the moral character of another person when there's very little moral high ground here, you know. Is yeah. tough, you know. It's tough to swallow when we're trying to figure out what the policies are going to be, and then the nation's in crisis. Yeah. Know, if, so. if if you're going to rationalize using pragmatism, um, then just own the pragmatism of it all, mm. and and uh, and don't try to 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 port in uh, kind of a moral argumentation where um, where you have a candidate uh, who's pretty much flaunted that. Um, the only the last comment I'll, I'll make is that uh, now on the one hand. I'm not typically a doom and gloom kind of guy. I I have faith in Americans that um, regardless of what happens election day, uh, the bulk of America will be uh, will be okay um, and be responsible citizens. Um, that said, uh, the discussion last night about um, depending upon which way uh, election day goes, whether each right. candidate will abide by the decisions uh, and uh, whether or not um, uh, respective tribes, so to speak, will be uh, peaceful um, if if their side loses. Uh, last night was pretty disturbing. Uh, on the on the one hand, uh, you you didn't have President Trump assure uh, America or or kind of talk to his own side about uh, with a, a command or a demand or a plea even to remain peaceful uh, yeah. if he loses. It, it was like stand uh, and down then, and then, yeah, right. Uh, but and, and, right, and the, so so. But then on the other hand, uh, e- maybe not equally as distressing, but still distressing is that uh, if Biden does win, and if we do experience uh, violent and violence and rioting from rightward actors, you have then a president or a president elect, not even a president yet, a president elect who doesn't so much have buy-in uh, from a lot of law enforcement agencies uh, from across the country. Um, so regardless of who wins, uh, Americans have reason to be concerned regardless who's who's at the ship. Um, 
and yeah. uh, that's that's concerning. Um, so we'll see um, how how all this turns out. Uh, I, maybe maybe the bright light lining in in all of this is that America had a shared experience, which, you know, a, a healthy community needs. Uh, but we had all had a, a shared experience last night. Um, and our reaction was uh, almost uniformly united um, uh, in some ways. So maybe that's the shared experience we need to pull out of 2020. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you on that. Word. I mean, I guess, I, well, I always say, you can say whatever you want about the president, but he's created political participation. For most all, all all parties, all people, and and, and and everybody is in on the issues or the non-issues. I I don't know, right? Um, so there's there's that. I think that 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 when I think you're right about the peaceful transition. I, I was listening to Channel McMaster uh, talk about how the military won't get involved uh, if, if if in the in the election, meaning, and it was meant. I took it the wrong way when I initially heard the comments, but I I, I took it as though uh, he was basically you know, he, he was basically saying, "Look, the military doesn't get involved in the peaceful transition of American democratic elections." That's what he was saying. Yeah. Um, I, I was taking it initially as though they're just going to keep their hands up and let things fly. Um, I I think that that's a naive statement uh, at this point. Uh, and I think we're going to end up there's there's going to we're going to end up with some kind of controversy uh, because yeah. there's disinformation. There's a lot of questions about what's going to happen. And, you know, it's kind of anybody's game. And uh, if we don't uh, sure a peaceful transition, I mean, Afghanistan had a peaceful transition. Like, you know, so you know, they've been at war, since, you know, arguably since 1979. Yeah. You know, or uh -huh. in 1980, um, and you could argue that they've had his, they've had, they've been at war since 1240. So uh, <laughs> you could uh, since the Mongol invasion, and, and so so you could argue. So I, I think that we have a lot to be concerned about, but the participation is here, and ever, all eyes are on things. So, but when you tell uh, the far right or the militias to stand down and hold, that doesn't sit well with not me at helpful. All. It's really not um, helpful, and uh, and so that doesn't that doesn't because they're you know we we've had the most attacks on places of worship uh, in the last in the in the latter three years, uh, not by Muslims by by by, by white dudes, um, mostly white dudes, and and those white dudes are um, are are affiliated with a group or, um, and of course they don't look at as from a religious standpoint, meaning that law enforcement doesn't look at it from a religious standpoint, but uh, I, I argue that there's always a Christian doctrine associated in that, no matter how warped it may be. Well, yeah, it's if it is, if it is there, it's it's warped. Uh, but the Poway, right. the the shooter, the the shooter of the Poway synagogue in California uh, claimed to be, you know, he's out of out of a a Calvinistic Presbyterian background. Um, yeah. I, I want to say oh, and hope that he's, he's an outlier. Um, but, yeah. uh, the other right supremacy stuff, it's certainly decentralized in a way, um, that, uh, law enforcement and, uh, anti-terror groups or folks are still trying to get their minds around, but, uh, there's certainly a, a concentration of white supremacist, uh, you know, quote unquote, lone wolf actors. Um, inspired right. by this nonsense um it only takes one person uh, it only takes one one guy uh, out there to feel like he's emboldened um 
by the current moment and current leadership. Yeah, it was it was very tough to hear that stand and hold, stand down and hold. That that was that was a tough one um, because it's basically saying wait until I give the signal of what I think is going to happen. And so I don't think there are, I don't think there's any scenario where the president will stand will say it's not fraud. I don't think there's any it, scenario. It was such a softball question uh, from Chris yeah. Wallace. Um, yeah. And and he had every opportunity um, to do that once again in, in, in the public limelight uh, that he that he hasn't done uh, since at least 2017. Uh, he keeps yeah. passing up uh, clear, easy opportunities uh, to call out white, white supremacists and actors, and he 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 uh, uh, rebuffs or equivocates or um, or or diverts the conversation in another direction like he did last night and that's troubling yeah yeah well i, I appreciate you taking the time i mean is there a is, is it what's what's your words of wisdom for the american people participate vote but love your neighbor okay i, I would say participate vote well i mean we could say love your neighbor but listen to the podcast Listen to Crossing gotta, Phase. There you go. Yeah, I missed the I missed the marketing aspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, right. thank you, Matt, for taking thank, the time. Thank you, John. This has been another episode of Crossing Phase, uh, available wherever you find podcasts and also on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.